Okay, so today I'm going to draw naked people. Intro. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Graham Cullis Karma Card Project Podcast, episode eight. <sighs> smell that. Can you smell that? <laughs> this is uh, nature. I am in the middle of Alexandra Park in Hastings right now, on my way to uh, the old pavilion bowling green to take a life drawing class, which is something I've never done before, which I'm very excited about. Um, Yeah, so I am in the park now. I'm in a big green field surrounded by trees. There is a busy road next to me. Um, You might be able to hear that, but it's not taken away from my enjoyment. And all the buildings along the side of the road are big old grand Victorian houses. Uh, yeah, it's just it's really nice. There's a few seagulls hanging out. Hello, Stephen. Stephen Seagull. No, they just flew off. Right, so, uh, yeah. Um, I nearly didn't record this podcast. Oh, I nearly, I nearly didn't record a podcast in, as such today. Um, I woke up this morning and actually I was feeling, do you know what, like, I've just come back from, I've just come back from Bali, I've just, you know, really just upheaved my life and I am in nesting phase, which is very unsettling, you know, because at the moment I need to get my routine back and I had this pressure of Wednesday coming up, which is tomorrow, uh, to get out some content and do you know what I, I woke up thinking do you know what? I'm gonna I'm just gonna be honest with my audience and tell you guys that like, I am exhausted and I will be back next week with something longer and just give you a little short sort of update of how I am and how I'm feeling and and uh, you know um, that you know, this week is not for me to do a longer podcast and then and then uh I got a message through from my friend Josie, who uh, I met in Costa Rica. She's this wonderful human being, and we travelled together. So I first met Josie in Santa Teresa, which is a, a famous surf, a famous surf area, surf beach, um, on the Nicoya Palencia. I think I said that right. Nicoya Palencia. I can't say it. Um, and yeah, I remember uh, walking into a hotel where. My friends were staying at and uh, we were all having drinks there and then I walked past reception and I saw this beautiful Tika Costa Rican girl uh, behind reception and I had to I had to pluck up the courage and go and ask her out (laughs) I walked past a couple of times and then I was like right I'm gonna go up and chat to her and then I uh, asked her out, and we, uh, I took her the next day, took her for a walk uh, down the beach, quite a long walk actually, to this really far away secluded beach called Sunset Beach, uh, where I had in my backpack, I had a saucepan and some, some fire lighters and some all different kinds of ingredients to make some fish tacos, some prawn tacos with a nice sauce. So I made a fire, it was high tide, uh, this beach is absolutely secluded, beautiful white sands, palm trees all around us. I made a little fire 
and then yeah it was high tide we played in the we played in the in the shore break which was huge there's big waves just crashing onto the ground with all these coconuts being flung around <laughs> and yeah then we had our food and then Josie got a joint out I believe <laughs> smoked a little bit of a joint and then did some yoga and that was it we hung out with each other every day for two months I believe or something like that I said to I said to Josie I had a little bit of time left in Santa Teresa. I said, I want to go and do a bit of traveling. Do you want to just bounce out of this town? Let's go. And she was so keen. <laughs> and we did it. We went, went for an adventure. And then we've been friends ever since. It's been amazing. Yeah, we both inspired each other with the way we live our lives. She's, uh, she's an incredible human being, which is very smart, very spiritual, very down to earth and um we're in tune which it seems because i woke up uh feeling this way and then i looked at my phone and i got a message from her and it was exactly how i was feeling what she messaged she sent me this um content from an instagram i haven't i can't remember it now it's on my phone i'll have to come away from the phone to have a look at it well i can do that <laughs> hang on Okay, I've got it. Uh, so, yeah, she sent me some content from on Instagram from someone called simone.grace.seol, S-E-O-L. Uh, and this uh, was a really interesting little slide of, uh, of quotes. Um, and I'll, I'll read each slide. The first slide says, Here's what it means to create value. Pumping out posts, trainings, webinars, podcasts, etc. is not what value creation means necessarily <laughs> slowly and gently unwinding your own trauma is hella value creation next slide actively giving yourself space to process giant terrible scary emotions in your body and walking yourself to a more settled nervous system where no one is giving you a fanfare or trophies at the end is fucking huge value creation excuse my french but that's the french that she used next being in the ongoing, messy, non-linear work of forgiveness and reconciliation with demons from your past is value creation. Stubbornly refusing to cancel yourself when the world threatens to cancel you, or so it feels, is value creation. Amazing. Next. If you cannot give your clients what you don't have, you cannot model for your clients what you can't do. Every time you become more of the person you want your clients to be, in all the anonymous, unglamorous, messy reality of being human on planet Earth, you are creating the biggest value of all. Next. Don't mistake the presentation of value for the substance. Now that is all epic stuff. And yeah, I think what that means to me is that, you know, like if you haven't got it, don't give it. And it's good to have time and space to just stop. So, like, I obviously I said that I want to do a weekly podcast every Wednesday, you know, and I put that pressure on myself. But that doesn't necessarily mean I have to deliver something full on every Wednesday, you know. It might just be that, hey, guys, I'm not feeling that great. I'm, or, hey, guys, I'm, I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed at the moment. And I just wanted to check in with you just to let you know, as it is Wednesday, uh, that I won't uh, be doing a full podcast this week and that's okay I surrendered to that in my mind do you know what I don't need to do this 
as soon as I surrendered to that idea, that's when flow hit me. And now, like, I'm on a buzz for, for talking about something a little bit longer. You know, and now I'm about to go to a life drawing class. So I'm about to tell you my experience about that, which is uh, very exciting. And, uh, yeah, I'm having a nice walk in the park. I feel really motivated as well. I also, got, I also went downstairs and wrote a whiteboard. Uh, which is something that I need to do to help manage my week. I don't know how you guys organise your week, but some, some advice that I could give you if you've got a busy schedule, if you're a content creator or managing a business, uh, it's really, really important to have some visuals in front of you to help you on your way. So for me, it's a whiteboard. I like to have my week written up with what I can tick off and rub out as I go along and then write anew and write afresh and, I've, and have future dates uh, and plannings uh, to then add into it. Um, it's something that really, really helps me. So that's something you guys can do as well if, that's, uh, if you're interested in doing that for your business or your life. It doesn't even have to be business. It can just be, you know, like, or it could be school or whatever. But uh, yeah, I find that really, really helps me. And uh, also to have a nice little motivational quote or something positive on that whiteboard that it, you're looking at all the time or something you want to achieve, which is, which is what a lot of people do in, uh, in a manifestation sense. You write some of your goals up there and write them. This is something that I've been told to do as well, and it works. Uh, write them as if you've already achieved them. <laughs> sounds a bit bonkers, but it's actually really, really, really helpful. Um, and it actually really <laughs> it works quite a lot of the time. Um, but yeah, so I'm now almost at the... I'm just crossing a nice little brook now. There's a, a, metal, a metal bridge going across this little brook full with daffodils and plants and reeds. And yeah, yeah, it's really nice. Some stinging nettles. Yeah, so I'm about to head into the pavilion now, the old pavilion, to go and see Tara Reddy, who is one of my old friends that I... who I collaborated with... Uh, a few, quite a few months ago now, probably over a year ago, uh, she runs a an organisation called Arts on Prescription, which is amazing. Which basically offers art classes and tuition and online courses for people that are going through mental health problems. And it's an incredible, incredible thing that she's doing. It's a CIC. She's fully got it running now. It's got funding. And the best thing is she has now embedded this organisation into GPs across Hastings and the local area. So now you can go to the doctors and be prescribed some of Tara's art classes, which is amazing. So, yeah. Right, OK, I uh, better figure out where this place is. I've only got 10 minutes to get there. I think I'm nearly there. But we'll see. <laughs> OK, I'm... At what I think is the bowling, bowling pavilion. I'm not sure, unless it's a block of toilets. <laughs> it looks very closed. I mean, it, it is an, a disused bowling pavilion. So, there's a, there's a big council truck going past. Alright, so... Ah! Here we go. Yes, life drawing today. There is a chalkboard outside. Uh, it's at 10 o'clock. Are the doors open? Door is open. Okay, let's go through. So the big old bowling green is just in front of me here. 
Hello. Hey, how are you, Tara? Come in. Yeah, good. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Hopefully, these people are gonna turn up today. How have you been? Yeah, very well, yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just like settling back into oh, God. Uh, the UK yeah, life. life. Yeah, yeah. We've got, um, Paul is a life model today. Okay. I'm just trying to work out our. Um... Okay. So today's celebrity birthday is actually one of my favourite, favourite directors, movie directors of all time. This chap is the master of the long shot with fast quick zooms and also beautiful panning shots, panning in conversation back and forth. I like to call him the sepia version of Tarantino. <laughs> in, his, in his back catalogue he has, uh, well my first movie that I watched from him was The Royal Tenenbaums which is absolute genius cinema and then he also has, he also has other Movies in his back catalogue, such as The Moonrise Kingdom, The Grand Budapest Hotel, and also uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox, which was just really brilliant to see his direction in an animation. Um, I always really look forward to when a Wes Anderson movie comes out, and I am super honoured to be singing Happy Birthday to Wes Anderson today. He really has inspired me a lot on my journey as a creative in my filmmaking too. And I guess in this podcast as well. I'd say my podcast is very sepia tone as well. <laughs> All right, okay, here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Wes Anderson. Happy birthday to you. birthday Wes Anderson you are amazing thank you so much for all of the great movies that I've enjoyed over these years cannot wait to see the next one and I hope your day is full of love hugs happiness and cake so before we wrap this up and we find out my experience of my first experience of life drawing uh I'd like to quickly just uh, ask you guys for some support, if that's alright. So you may have seen in the title of this podcast, it's called the Carbacard Projects Podcast. So I have something which I've created to keep me doing this sustainable. Now, it's a win-win. If you guys enjoy my content and you also want to receive some of my art and you want to support this podcast, you will not go empty-handed one bit. Okay, so for a small monthly pledge, the same price of a coffee or a pint once a month, that's all I'm asking for, um, you will be helping me do things like this podcast, create my YouTube channel, and also all of the philanthropy and mental health projects that I get involved in. I would not have the time and space to do it without all of the legends that help support me doing this. So it's an independent podcast. It's in, in, I'm, I'm completely independent as an artist as well. Um, so yeah, doing all of the content creation takes time and space and uh, I need to get paid for my work and my effort. So if you like what I'm doing and you're getting value out of it, then please, I would love it if you could support me on on my Karma Card project, which uh, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Graham Cullis Art to make a small monthly pledge. 
Now, I will also give you the Karma cards, so you will be getting my art as well. So every six months, I put together six of my paintings and turn them into gift cards. And now you can use these to spread some love and positivity around the world. It takes a two second moment to write a little letter of love to someone that might be, you know, uh, struggling a little bit. You pop it in the post, they receive it, and then they have such a powerful experience from that. Um, and it's so beautiful to see this happening and I can't thank my patrons enough for supporting my endeavours and also to spread some love and positivity around the world with my art. And you can also keep the ones you like. So yep, that's the Karma Card Project and if you'd like to get involved for a small monthly pledge, please go to patreon.com, that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash Graham Cullis Art. Thank you so much. Also, other ways you can support this podcast is by sharing it with a friend, someone that might get value out of it. You know, please, please, please share it with them. I want this. Um, I want my message to get far and wide. So, yeah, if you could do that for me, that would be amazing. So, share it on your socials, or just uh, yeah, just recommend a friend to to check it out. Um, also, I have uh, numerous social platforms such as Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, etc. Uh, TikTok. <laughs> um, you can you can check those out in the show notes. So yeah, any support on any of my content would be amazing. And YouTube as well, which is something I'm going to be putting together very soon. I know I haven't done anything for a while, um, uh, but I feel like I am almost ready to take on another project. Uh, so watch this space. And one last thing before we get onto the conclusion of this podcast. Um, I want to say thank you ever so much for all of the supportive messages I have received lately and all of the encouraging messages from my last episode, especially with the guided meditation. I had countless people message me saying they really enjoyed it and they really got a lot out of it. And uh, yeah, and they're now on their own personal journey to help their mental health, to use this method as a mental health tool. Uh, which is brilliant and I, I am and I am so pleased as punch about that so uh, thank you so much guys and well done give yourselves a pat on the back for that as well because you are smashing it by taking charge of your mental health and uh, finding out ways you can manage it better so yes we are absolutely killing it guys well done all right that's enough of that let's get back on with the end of the podcast Okay, life drawing was an experience. Wow, and um, yeah, really opened my eyes actually. It was uh, obviously kind of difficult to to draw at a time pressure, uh, but you we did we started off with a couple of one minute poses and then moved on to ten minutes, then fifteen minutes and had a coffee break and then we did a couple of 25 minute poses and uh, it was amazing actually um, and one of the things that really blew my mind was the model Paula and she she came in in a dressing gown and she and she felt like she needed to warn us uh, about her body um, because hats off to her because Paula has been battling with cancer over the years. I think she said she battled three times. And she said a double mastectomy. And 
yeah, and uh, she was like, you know, I just wanted needed to tell you guys because obviously I have uh, some bits that are wobbly, some bits that are not supposed to be there, some bits are a bit, you know, <laughs> and uh, and I, I was like, I was like, absolutely, my mind was absolutely blown that um, that someone could have the confidence to to put themselves on a platter in front of people to to draw to draw them. And it was just so wonderful that uh, she had the confidence to, to do this. And I believe that maybe, I didn't get to speak to her about it afterwards properly, but I, I f- have a feeling that it's also the whole process of, of being drawn, in the, it being drawn naked and being vulnerable in front of strangers. Uh, it's probably a therapeutic process for herself as well. And it, yeah, wow, it's like, you know, like, it's just, it's just incredible that, um, that people are able to do things like this. And yeah, it really made me think how lucky I am. And yeah, like, yeah, it's uh, picked up a little bit in the park now. You can definitely tell the summer's rolling in. There's kids playing football. There's, uh, We've got a bandstand. I've just gone past, and there's a big picnic with some some young mums and their and their sons and daughters. There's a family in front of me having a picnic, and then there's a a cafe just up on the left, buzzing with people. Yeah, I think I'm going to enjoy Hastings. And I'm now going to take a nice long walk home and get into the edit.